Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, morning Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for today. We thank you that we start a new week ahead. That we go out about all our work, our business, our jobs. We thank you, Father, that we are alive, that we are healthy. And at the start of every new thing that we shall go about this week, Lord, we want to acknowledge your presence in it. That you are here and we ask for your guidance, your direction at the start, Lord. So that we lean not entirely on what we know from our own skills, our abilities, our capabilities, our understanding. But we want to receive, Lord, from that higher level of understanding, from your ways that are higher than our ways. We ask you to direct our thoughts, our words, our path and our prayer. We place all our trust in you, Father, submitting and surrendering to you all the things that we will go through during this day and this week ahead. So that even in all the challenges, once we have submitted them to you and we resist the enemy, then you take over our battles. You work for the good of all those whom you have called according to your purpose. That enemy must flee. We ask for that wisdom, that understanding as well, Lord. To operate from that higher plane. Not from the one where we failed last time, but to rise to a new level. Standing in your strength, standing in your wisdom. Standing in the strategy that you give us, Father, through your word, through your ways. When we commune with you when we are joined with you in spirit. In our secret place. And we thank you, Lord, you do pour your peace and your joy into our hearts every single day. As you call each of us by name to come and be with you. And we share the same, Lord, with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share them with Christians everywhere that do not yet know you personally and with all those that do not want to know you. We share it with all those whom we are lifting up on our prayer platform this day that answered prayer. We touch each of these lives as well and we share it with all those that have no one to pray for them. We offer ourselves, Lord, to stand in that gap. Our faith, the raw material with which you can bless those lives too. As we make our prayer, Lord, with that faith, we call on your name. Lifting up each of these in our prayer. We call on the name of our maker, our creator, the lifter and preserver of men, the one who teaches us to profit and leads us in the way we should go. The one who makes every parched land, no matter how dry, arid and failed it looks, into one that is fruitful. The one who blots out our transgressions and remembers them no more casts our sins behind his back and bids us make a new start, a new beginning, this time with his spirit. And we call on the name of your son, Jesus, the one who made it all possible and available to us, the author and finisher of our destiny, the one who sacrificed his life, the Lord of our redemption and God of our salvation, our door to the Father, to the kingdom. 
the way, the truth, and the life, our daily bread. And we pray in the name of His Spirit, the Spirit of the living God, the Spirit of truth, the Spirit of light and life, Spirit of victory, the Father of all spirits through whom, to whom every spirit in the universe is subject. It is the same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead and now gives life to our mortal bodies. So when Jesus said, oh, the things that I you see that I do, you see me doing, you shall do the same and even greater things. He gave us his spirit to power that ministry. So that when we believe and operate on those lines, Lord, it is you extending your hand. All you need is a body to, through which you can operate, through which you can bless. You want us to offer that as a living sacrifice. So we submit and surrender it to you, Lord. We ask you take over. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word, your spirit, your ways, your revelations. Angels and destiny help us. And you have blessed us with the gift of prayer to commune with you and to realize and recognize who we are and what is our authority in Christ. We thank you, Father. As we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak, every prayer we make, and every person that is part of this prayer meeting, every member of every family that is part of this prayer group, by the precious blood of Jesus. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your holy and perfect will for each of these lives, Lord. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and any spiritual attacks. I declare divine exemption, I command angelic protection in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word as we proclaim your word from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11. That says, as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out of my mouth this day. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. I send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for that power of life that you have given us and the discernment to choose it every single time we open our mouth to speak. Thank you, Lord. Today, I'd like to reflect on the verses in Luke 4.18, where Jesus picked up the scroll in the synagogue and read about himself. It was actually his mission statement where it read, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. Now, if you recall in John 10.10, 10, Jesus said, I came. So when he says, I came, it means that was his purpose of coming, his mission. <clears throat> I came that you may have life in abundance. Anyone that does not have that abundance is poor. 
And here in Luke 4, 18, he says, the Lord has anointed me to preach the good news to those poor. So let's look at who is he referring to? What does he mean when he says poor? So we read on there from Luke 4, 18 and then verse 19. <clears throat> he goes on to describe a few types of poor. So he says, he has sent me to announce release that is pardon and forgiveness to the captives. So captives are the first type of poor. Number two is recovery of sight to the blind. The third type of poor, to set free those who are oppressed, who are downtrodden, bruised, crushed by tragedy. And these are the amplified, amplified version extensions. And then number four is, that's verse 19 now, to proclaim the favorable year of the Lord, the day when salvation and the favor of God abound greatly. Then it results in abundance. So let's look at each of these captives, those that are held in any kind of bondage, bondage over their own sin, Anyone that has been marginalized. Those that stand to be judged. Those that are coming under the curse of the law. They have not received salvation. They are still under bondage. They are still people of darkness who have not yet seen that light. Those who are ignorant of God's ways and don't believe. those battling against witchcraft, divination, sorcery, any form of wickedness that has sought to keep them suppressed in any way, to suppress their destiny from fulfilling it. And there are many. All of these are captives. And they are bound and prevented in most cases from even fulfilling what God has planned for them. So the first thing he said was, you sent to proclaim release, to announce release for the captives. Poor, limited. What about the second one? Recovery of sight to the blind. Now this is not just physical blindness, but spiritual blindness that we suffer till the day our eyes are open, till he opens them. To see his truth. And he said, that truth then sets you free. Until then, we are blinded by the ways of the world, limited to fleshly thinking. So we don't even put up a resistance to the plan of the enemy to keep us in subjection. So that's one of his first steps. Let people's eyes be opened. And that's where we come where he puts his word into our mouth and he bids us speak just like Jeremiah. So that when his truth is spoken, the truth that has a double-edged, like a sword that we have studied on Friday, that itself does its job. Our job is only to speak it. What's the third one? The third one is to help the downtrodden, the bruised and crushed by tragedy. 
ones that have been hammered badly to keep them in subjection. And we've looked at some of those earlier as well when we spoke of captives, ones to whom injustice has been meted out. And in particular, in many parts in the Bible, he says, go out to, to the widows and the orphans. Do not ever subject them to cruelty. To help the downtrodden, the bruised, the crushed by tragedy. Anyone that is suffering from or is a victim of any kind of attack. He has been sent to heal. And when you look at all of these points put together, almost all of the world falls in this category combined together that he describes as poor. That is why he said in John 10, 10, I came into this world that you would no longer remain poor, but learn something and have a chance to reconnect with the word and the spirit and be freed by that word and that spirit so that you might have abundance. His purpose explained. The truth shall set you free. And it also says where the spirit of Lord is, there is liberty, there is freedom. So what do we need to do? We need to discern his presence, be open and receptive to it. Like blind Bartimaeus. And then say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Why? Because a humble and a contrite heart, he will not despise. That's what Psalm 51, verse 17 teaches us. And more importantly, it is his covenant to David to protect his people. He said, my people will have a safe place to live and never again be bothered. That is what he covenanted in his covenant to David. You will never again be bothered by any kind of wickedness. So God must fulfill that covenant. But at the same time, when he says this is his mission statement, and he says to each of us, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me, go therefore. His mission becomes our mission as well. Anywhere we see that description of poor, it is our job to minister. It is our job to fulfill that which he sends us to fulfill when he said, go therefore. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for our eyes to be open to that truth. To not just stand up for ourselves and through our place of prayer, turn around our own circumstances. But he said, once you have been turned, go and help your brothers. That was his instruction to Peter as well. The same applies to each of us. Let our eyes be open to your truth, Lord. Let your word be upon our heart and our lips. And we ask for that grace for boldness, Father, that in every circumstance where we see this kind of poverty, let us stand up, let us step up to it, and let us speak over it in the name of the authority of Jesus. I ask for that edification in our spirits this day, Lord. 
And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease that are hospitalized, will undergo any kind of procedures today. For all families that are embattled, that are facing any kind of division or separation. We pray for all those that are yoked under any kind of bondage, especially that of prayerlessness, busyness, ignorance of your ways and your word, Lord, your will. And those that are living in poverty. We pray also for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends. Especially those that are not yet saved, Lord. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And as we release our faith and our prayer, making this our prayer of agreement with each other in the spirit, we believe, Lord, that we have received. We believe that the Father in heaven will do that for us in the name of Jesus. So this prayer can only come back as an answered prayer once we release it in the spirit. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Shadela <laughs> 
Kunda papa pia Shadakia, <laughs> Andakia <laughs> 
Scripture I've been led to today is from Ephesians 4, verses 7 and 8. But grace was given to each of us according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore it is said, when he ascended on high, he led a host of captives, and he gave gifts to men. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture that has been shared in the chat as well. This is from 1 Peter 2 verse 9, quoted from the NIV, where it is written, But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these morning encounters, by Brother Savio's powerful reflections, the daily Divine Mercy and Rosary sessions, as well as the Friday Bible teaching sessions, please share the Zoom and YouTube links for people to join, their family and friends to join either live during session or they can, you can also point them to recordings that are stored on our Facebook page, our YouTube page, as well as our Spotify podcast page. And at the mercy and the grace, the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day and a great week ahead, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell. Thank you. God bless everyone. Russell.